Hello and welcome to Leviathan News. We are back with a live stream version. We just did a recording that we have up with, uh, with Sega that we did a little, a little out earlier. Uh, but we have uh, Curvettes here now. We have OXMI who is here to uh, talk about some exclusive announcement that they have for us that just came out of embargo uh, just 40 minutes ago. So welcome. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Uh, so before we grab into and jump into the announcement, uh, let's hear about you, man. What's going on? Is this first time on the show? Yeah, well, I I think I popped in uh, during some of the um, the curve stuff uh, a few months ago with Garrett um, when uh, when everyone was looking at the Ave loan and was wondering if it was the end of DeFi, which of course <laughs> uh, they navigated very well. So kudos to them. Uh, but yeah. First time officially on the podcast here, so very excited for it. Very exciting day in general for us to finally start actually talking about all the stuff we've been working on with Curvance. Um, really proud of the team. We've been building for 19 months now, which is absolutely insane for an app to have been building for 19 months and not get anything out because most people launch... Uh, you know, in a few months, six months, a year development, um, do a V1 and then look towards that like V2 where they try to um, take over the universe, if you will. So for us, uh, we wanted to be very strategic and we looked at how the market kind of unfolded both in the run up of the bull cycle and then the bear cycle here uh, and where we felt that we could add value to the system, build something novel and cool that people will want to use and that helps them. And so uh, you guys have Curve in the name. and uh, Kind of. It <laughs> <laughs> it's OK. We're all Curve, we're all curve Maxis here, so <laughs> it's a positive. Um, so let's talk about it. You guys announced today a $3.6 million funding round that has just been closed uh, with investors from uh, Sandy, from Polygon, Wormhole Labs, uh, Scroll, uh eigenlayer curve convex mantle balancer aura pendle <laughs> <a lot> <laughs> you guys you guys got the whole whole ballot here so like yeah how did like what there must have been reasons for everybody to come on right so like what did they see in the product that you've been building for the past 19 months and finally coming out of stealth that is uh it's just like it, I, I guess captured that much attention to be able to finish this race yeah so i i think it's two things. Um, the first is that we took a lot of care and that people, I think, in working with us, you know, a lot of the people investing we've been talking to for over a year now, right, as we built the product from, you know, uh, on a shoestring budget, small team grown a lot now actually built and, you know, we're here to stay. So I think that was um, compelling for a lot of people where we see a lot of like kind of uh, pop up protocols and then kind of go to market quickly. So having that care, that thoughtful approach, I think was unique um, and something that was really important to us. Obviously, it would have been a lot easier to try to rush out something and we would have gotten a lot more funding, frankly, um, but we wanted to do it right. And then the second is we've built a lot of novel tech that, you know, we're DeFi users ourselves. Like we've been in the trenches, you know, messing around with, you know, your latest chain, your latest app, whatever um, the current narrative is, we've been there with you. 
And we wanted to build something that we personally would want to use and that we think our friends would want to use, both the protocols themselves, but also the users and the chains. Um, and we've built a lot of novel tech that I think facilitates uh, making DeFi a bit easier. You know, what I would say is like cheaper, safer, and faster for the average user. And I think that really resonated with a lot of people. Right. So I'm looking... In the, in the deck, it says that you guys are an omni-chain yield-optimized money market for any EVM assets. So like, what does that actually mean? Yeah. Down. So typically in DeFi, there's really like, I, I like to think of it as like these two um, segments of the market where you have like all the exciting, interesting stuff in DeFi. That's your, you know, LPing on an AMM, like you mentioned, Curve, you know, or Balancer or whatever, right? Or these like, you know, yield separated assets like Pendle Finance or your underwriting options or your LPing on a perpetual exchange or you're, you know, dabbling in real world assets, or your liquid staking ETH, or you're messing around with restaking stuff with Eigenlayer. Like there's so many opportunities. And then there's kind of this like over here, this tried and true capital efficiency. I'm long, you know, wrap Bitcoin and I want to borrow against it so I can buy a car or, you know, get a mortgage or whatever. Um, and those two things have been relatively incompatible for a while. There's been attempts at collateralizing LP tokens and obviously um, a bunch of money markets support things like liquid staked assets, like wrapped Steeth, for example. Uh, but there really hasn't been like a all-in-one application that handles all assets, right? I want to borrow against and and farm yield on my LP tokens. You go to Curvance. I want to you know, participate in uh, perpetual exchanges. Everyone's trading on chain and I want to LP and GMX. You could just use Curvance. I want to collateralize and yield farm liquid staking assets. You could use Curvance and, and so on and so on and so on. Um, so that's the primary piece there. The latter half is this omni-chain, cross-chain uh, technology stack where there's a lot of friction. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen there's like a new L2 launching every like day at this yeah. point and it's getting more and more fragmented right like obviously there's there's these kind of beacons um for example arbitrum that that we're very excited about but there's also all these other vibrant ecosystems popping up you have the op stack you know building its whole ecosystem polygon has been bringing their cdk ecosystem to market and they have all these chains launching and then you have you know like these all uh, these individual novel l1s popping up like you know barachain or omni network or any of these newer ones with their own technology well there's only so much liquidity and it's going to get fragmented and how do you kind of simplify that experience Right. To me, it's like uh, when people first started using the Internet and you used root access where you were directly hooking up the Internet. And then now everyone just uses an inter Internet service provider, right? An ISP. Um, so Curvance kind of aims to be that ISP in that you don't need to have 10 tabs open. You don't need to have a ton of different, um, you know, like. DeFi llama open and looking through like what's the decks on this chain what's the bridge um and so on that's gonna now be consolidated where you could just use curvance you want to go from coinbase and move some eth on chain and then you want to do something on ethereum and then you could just zap into it on curvance well now i want to take it out and i want to bridge over to arbitrum and do something on arbitrum you could just zap out bridge over and zap in on 
on Arbitrum now, all without leaving the DAP. So that kind of all-in-one experience was a really big focus for us. That that kind of cohesive Web2-esque UI UX has been really what we've been aiming for. And I think that's the major uh, you know, value proposition beyond the technology innovations, the security model, and all these other tangential things. It's really about being like that, almost like Robin Hood for, for DeFi, where it's like, before you needed to, you know, get an account with like interactive brokers or something and have $10 million and, you know, dig into a ton of like literature to even get an account. And now you could just buy stocks on Robinhood in 10 seconds. That's interesting. So it, it almost turns it into, um, I mean, you mentioned like Zap a couple of times. So like Zapper had some functionality like this a long time ago. I don't know where it disappeared, but I, I, I used to use Zapper to like go into a curve pool. I would just have like an asset. I just have some USDC or something. I, I go into a curve pool. They'd handle all the transactions. This seems like a evolution of that to where it doesn't really matter whatever asset you have. Uh, you can just come to Curvance and then uh, again, like zap into any sort of uh, like DeFi supported pool that you guys have. Right. So it's like, you know, obviously you guys are very seasoned DeFi veterans here, right? So you're comfortable kind of like going through the the process, but there are, you know, a lot of people that their knowledge is like looking at like a, you know, LPing on Sushi Swap guide on YouTube or something, right? Yeah. So it's like, how do you bring those people into these more kind of DeFi native uh, mature products that are really complicated and, and gas intensive and, you know, have six, seven, eight steps to them in, in some cases, right? Especially if you're bridging as, as one of those. Um, so it's really about consolidating those steps down into as few operations as possible. Obviously, we can't always make it one, but we try to get as close to one as we can, right? So that means if you just have USDC and you want to go into like a curve LP and deposit into convex, you could just do that in one step. You want to like, you know, go through and, um, you know, convert your ether into some like velodrome LP on optimism, then you're going to be able to do that in a single step. Um, and especially some of these more interesting, um, mature products on things like Arbitrum, like GMX V2 assets are pretty complicated to integrate, but we're working directly with these teams to try to, you know, give them the care and that kind of white glove approach in, in integrating their stuff and making sure that they're excited about how we're supporting them as well. So how does it happen? Is it like a, um, you know, everybody's talking about intense right now. Uh, do you, do you have like, solvers who are essentially coming in and and running all these transactions for the users or is it just that you're uh, batching all the transactions for them so they can execute them themselves so it's it's a little bit of both um they're constructed uh what i would call like routes for things so for example like we have a dedicated one for curve assets and we have a dedicated one for balancer assets mm -hmm. so what that looks like is you know if there needs to be some transition on stuff it could route something like that to one inch for example and then that process gets it into some base asset and then it does all the kind of like um nuanced you know highway system of like okay now deposit that single-sided into curve then take that curve lp and then deposit into convex and now mint them their collateral token that gives them the the you know the receipt token for it basically yeah well that's cool you guys are like pairing together all the ag it's like an aggregator of all the aggregators right 
Yeah, I, I feel like there's so much infrastructure being built out there. It's time for someone to actually, you know, use the infrastructure out there. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of infrastructure providers and there's not that many apps that are tapping into like a lot of the stuff out there because obviously everyone really wants to own everything, right? So you want to be like that whole layer. And that's not the approach that we really took. Like we're very much like it takes a village for this stuff. So that's why we've been working directly with all these different teams. And that's why getting like angel support for them was was really important um, for us in that it's like, hey, we don't want to just kind of be your fans, right? We want to build with you and build like a better future here for this stuff. So does this mean that you guys are going to be acquiring all those uh, tokens of the people that invested in you? Like, are you going to become like Frax FXS holders, CRV holders, Convex holders, and then use that to to boost the, the yields for the people who are depositing to ecosystems? So that's all determined by the DAO. On launch, we're going to be a formal DAO. So it really is up to the DAO, right? Do we want to act as that um, kind of like, as you said, like yield optimizer where you're, you're accumulating things and directing emissions? Or are we primarily, you know, I think in a lot of cases, we'll piggyback off of our partners there. Like there's no reason for us to compete with, for example, Convex, right? When we right. could just work with Convex. No, I mean, um, my, my question was like, will the DAO, like, do you think the DAO will acquire like CVX or in, you know? It's possible, but again, yeah. it, it really just depends on on, on what the DAO wants to do. Because there's a ton of different strategies, right? Like, uh, obviously, we're definitely very bullish on on specific chains. Like, Arbitrum's been super kind to us. Polygon's been super kind to us. Um, and, you know, like, we want to champion those environments very heavily. Um, and in some cases, it's, you know, it, it might be building up those, those products. It might be... Um, you know, trying to route liquidity to different chains, right? Because like one of the key things with this is everything in the whole application is omni-chain or cross-chain, whatever you yeah. want to really refer to it as. So um, you can, you know, take your assets, like your CV on Optimism and then boost pools on, say, Arbitrum, right? Or you could just move those locks to other chains. So really unlocks a lot of that kind of fragmentation that we see, right? If you're a protocol on Optimism, and you're building up whatever position like Velodrome or something, and now you want to launch on Arbitrum, you can't really take those Velo um, emissions like with you, right? But if you had CVE, you could, right? Yeah. You could take your, not your Velodrome, but your CVE emissions there. Um, well, I, I, it was more of like a leading question of like, are you guys going to be engaging in the curve wars or like whatever sort, Pendle Wars, whatever uh, Palantir, sure. right? That's, so we do, that's where I'm getting at. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have that functionality built in and, and, uh, you know, I, I don't want to get too in the weeds on the technical side here, but, um, a portion of the yield for like auto compounding for, uh, you know, being routed to different, if there's a location to route that gives you yield, um, of some token form, right. So that'd be like curve emissions or something like that it will auto compound that for users so they don't have to pay the gas. And it does take a fee on that of, of in the current uh, code, it's 15%, but again, governed by the DAO. Um, we can, the DAO actually can OTC buy that at market rate. Right. Uh, so it is built in that we have the functionality to accumulate these assets. But it, again, it really just depends on, on what the DAO wants to do, right? Like I would imagine initially it's more about like low fees, getting ourselves out there. And, and you know, maybe, maybe we are building up those positions where we can get a moat of sorts. Um, and then like, we'll really see what that uh, long-term vision is in terms of like 
participation in in you know the broad DeFi wars. Right. I just wanted to bring this up so we everybody can see. Let me make this a little bit bigger. Uh, so here we have all the partners that you're going to be working with. This is like the full full stable of. Okay. Yeah, I think we actually this this uh, is the combined version of the partners and like investors. So we don't actually have all the investors and angels on here now. Um, so it's actually an even bigger list. But uh, <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty all encompassing or at least high level view of, of who we're working with. It's you know, we've been working very closely with all the CDP platforms, perpetual exchange platforms, uh, all the different DEXs, uh, you know, really anything that people are really excited about in DeFi, we're trying to talk to them and and kind of bridge that gap and and expand the the broad ecosystem there yeah and so uh also you guys are going to be having the uh, cve token that's going to be launching as well too yep um how's that how's that being distributed out so we wanted to take an interesting approach um, in that we wanted to like really reward the early adopters on it. So it's not just like a direct airdrop in that we look at like, you know, previous activity of users, but it's like people that that jump in with both feed into Curvance. So that means trying out our test net and giving us meaningful feedback. That means participating in the beta and moving over assets either as a lender or a depositor for as collateral. Um, that means, you know, being active in the community and, you know, we're also going to have a LBP at the end of our beta. So, you know, that's another way to get access to it, but we wanted to get a really decentralized, uh, cohesive set of like stakeholders in Curvance DAO. So that means, you know, not having like a few uh, groups with like a huge amount of the supply, for example. So to echo that, we in our latest round that we're talking about today, we only uh, sold 6% of the token supply, which is extremely low uh, compared to the broad standard of around 12 to 15% that we've seen. So it's anywhere from 40% to 50% of the average level. So, and then even that, um, every group had a $250,000 cap. So there was no big checks at all. Um, you know, there's really infinite opportunities for people to get access to uh, CVE and the Curvance DAO, as long as they're keeping their ear to the ground and, and keeping an eye on, on what we're working on. And we're going to be rolling out a lot of those opportunities in the next, uh, call it, two quarters here. Very cool. Very cool. Wow, so only six percent. That means you guys were raising at what, like uh sixty like million was 60 the million the final thing. yeah, that was the final value. So it was a blend. Um the seed was slightly lower than that, but we also had some groups come in towards the end at a private round valuation that was slightly higher, but it was from that same six percent bucket. Very nice. So will will the uh the CBO like when you take funds from like Frax or Convex or some of these other ones, will those go to the the protocol treasuries? So um, there's two things here. There's the seed round um, from angels and and such that was just done um, to the the labs company, and then on TGE the DAOs will bond in because we need to make sure we're legally compliant with everything, and we can't KYC every individual. So it needed to be voted on formally by those DAOs, mm -hmm. and it needs to be executed on chain in essentially a, a custom smart contract for them. 
those those funds are earmarked for uh, audits and building out the core team, but uh, all funds from the LBP and the corresponding call options that people get during the testnet and beta all goes to the DAO. So that's um, protocol and liquidity on various chains and also stable coins for like any any additional costs down the line. So that can be things like bribing, that can be things like um, running parallel incentives uh, on, on Curvance itself, that could be um, depositing as Curvance DAO into things. That can be uh, different like events, right? Like maybe we have trading competitions or something or whatever initiatives the DAO wants to, wants to pursue. So we do also, I think there's a lot of excitement um, about people building on top of Curvance too. And we also want to support those guys. So we will be looking at how to integrate that as well. But we have this kind of huge, like almost mind map of, of things to do. And then it's really what the, what the CV, well, VECV holders want Very at cool. the end of the day. Very cool. Is wait is uh, uh, so that you're going to be using a VE system? We are. Cool. Yeah, it's it's a heavily modified version of voting escrow. Okay, and does that mean that it's going to be added in? Like, is this going to be a part of Convex? Uh, we haven't we haven't discussed it with them yet. But I mean, if they're if they're willing, um, we have had a few groups ask us if we're interested in a liquid wrapper. So we haven't. We don't really want to like pick a winner there or anything, I think is is something that's um, important to us. Mm. But we wouldn't be opposed. It is an interesting system. So I don't know if it would need to be modified because you have cross-chain voting. Um, fees are distributed pro rata cross-chain. Um, the mechanism in which the tokens are emitted, it's like this bimodal system where people, it's actually, Prisma did something similar. They just did it in the opposite uh, direction. They do a penalty um, if you unlock your emissions and we give you a bonus if you lock um so it's you know very similar uh design there but yeah it's a pretty unique design but it should be feasible uh to integrate with a lot of the incumbent liquid wrapper yield optimizers very cool well we're all really excited to see it i uh i checked out the website today you have a little lock next to the launch app button which i'm guessing is going to be Taken away. We're working on the DAP now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Out, soon. Soon TM, uh, as always. Uh, when's the when's the expected launch? Of the testnet or the overall uh, protocol? Uh, just in like the protocol itself. The, yeah. So we're, we have like a three-stage approach. Um, that's basically the testnet, um, which initially is going to have invite codes for people and and be publicly available to everyone in time. Two is the beta launch that's on Ethereum mainnet and probably the best time to get into Curvance. Um, you know, it's like the first instance of it being on mainnet. And then the what we're calling like the official launch, that's where we go cross chain. So testnet, um, we are aiming to announce when that's coming out, uh, hopefully next week. It is much sooner than you think. Mm -hmm. uh, to the beta, we're aiming for Q1, but we need to see the outcome of the audits. We are going to be doing our first public audit uh, recently. We have been told um, by Code Arena that it most likely will be the largest audit lines of code-wise ever done on Code Arena. <laughs> so it's pretty big. Um, so we just got to see, you know, what the outcome of that is. Is there major issues that people find? We have, we do have auditors on retainer. 
Uh, we have done private audits. We do. We are working with a lot of the the best minds in the space, so we do feel pretty confident that not too too much will be found. But that's what the audit's for. Um, and then the official launch. Uh, we are currently looking at doing beta for four weeks. Um, so presumably, if you had the beta um, end of February, that would mean that the official launch would be um, end of March, essentially. Um, so that's the that's the mental model. But those uh, those dates are obviously uh, contingent on on everything going well. <laughs> well, very cool. Uh, we will have a link to all of you guys' socials. Where can people find you? Uh, you could find me at OXMy, and you can find Curvance at at Curvance. Perfect. Uh, thank you for coming on today. Very excited to see how this rolls out. Great to see the uh, new products being built out for our DeFi flywheel. And uh, thanks for everybody for tuning in today. Make sure to subscribe to Leviathan so you get all the latest updates. You can come watch all of our live streams and we will be back tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we have uh, two guests. We have Botanics Labs who's building a EVM on top of Bitcoin, or I believe it's already out. They've launched one. And then we also have Abracadabra coming in to talk about MEMS. So uh, Romy's going to be here. So looking forward to that. And we will see everybody tomorrow. Have a good one, everyone. And good stuff. Thanks for uh, joining and congrats, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Very exciting. Bye, everyone. Yeah.